Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to the show. If you haven't watched Tiger King, you're probably just going to think I'm super fruity for saying that. So uh, go watch that. Today's show is the best. It is brought to you by Super Grip ATV. We work while you play. Uh, if you guys have been listening to the show for any length of time, you guys know I'm pretty high on these Super Grip tires. Um, also, the entire nation is um, pretty much sold out everywhere. I can tell you that if you are listening to this, they're getting a shipment in at the middle of next month and at the end of next month, so they should have some tires in stock very soon. However, I would highly recommend that you go ahead and get yours set up. Supergrip ATV tires are the most dependable tires in the ATV industry. They have just a wide variety of the tires that they do uh, choose to carry and manufacture. Obviously, the one that everyone seems to really gravitate towards is the Supergrip ATV K9. The Supergrip K9 is a rugged, all-terrain UTV tire designed to get you through the most extreme terrains. The K9 features an 8-ply radial construction with great rubber compounds for your on-road and off-road adventures. Excuse me. If you're looking for the ultimate control, on-road or off-road, you need to look no further. The K9 tire is your tire. So uh, one thing I've been asked to highlight here is uh, the Kevlar option. So they have a K9 Kevlar, um, and I'm just going to run exactly through what that means. Uh, a lot of times there's a there's a construction to a tire where um, I'll, I'll pose it this way. Do some research on how a tire is constructed. And what they've done is they've inserted Kevlar. Uh, Kevlar is a synthetic fiber that is about five times stronger than steel. Kevlar is used in tires in one of two ways. As a replacement for the steel coils that perf- that form the tire's edge, known as the beads, or subtread, which is a protective layer that rests between the external rubber and the internal fabric, casing that forms the tire's structure. When the beads are made of Kevlar, the tires are lighter and the tire can be folded up easily, something that can't be done with a regular tire. When the casing or sidewalls include Kevlar, there is some added weight and a somewhat more rigid ride, but often these tires can go a year or more without flats because of the Kevlar's ability to deflect glass and other sharp objects and defend the tube against punctures. So there's always the radial option that you'll have in the standard, uh, com- you know, standard version of the tire, but I really highly recommend that Kevlar tire. That Kevlar is the tire I run. Um, I've been very, very pleased with how it's turned out for me, and it is a little bit stiffer. Uh, I'll just tell you, I mean, it's a it's a stiff sidewall, but about this week, I've had them sitting in my garage about 5 PSI. They finally kind of concaved in and kind of caved around and broken in for me, um, so I'm going to have to start running those about 7, 8 PSI uh, to keep them from getting uh, pinched. So supergripatv.com, supergripatv on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for a set of tires, contact your retailer. If they don't have any, contact another retailer. All Things UTV carries them, uh, but they're they're in short quantity right now. So if you're interested in getting them, get them now. Next on the list is a new sponsor, which I'm super excited about bringing on board. It is DinoJet Research, Inc., uh, DinoJet is uh, a really, really great company. I had Matt on. Matt is uh, one of their members of their sales team um, last week. I highly recommend you check that episode out. Um, we kind of go through DinoJet and we talk about the history. Uh, they started on um, 
putting things on the dyno. I mean, that, that phrase right there, putting something on the dyno, comes from the fact that the machine used to measure uh, horsepower and output is a machine that the company manufactures. Uh, one thing I do want to highlight, though, is they stepped into the UTV performance market um, in, the, in the past recent years, uh, and they've really made a staple. They've progressed as the leading distributor of not only uh, communication tools but performance equipment on their own. Um, I actually just installed my power package stage 2 uh, which includes a new helix for the secondary, uh, includes new springs, clutch weights, uh, and a tuner. I haven't installed the tuner yet. I'm about to do that after I record this uh, intro and outro and then uh, I'm gonna let you guys know I can tell you this I put everything on my my clutching issues are fixed 100% my clutching issues are fixed um, I put on the trail setup for 30 to a 32 inch tire I'm running a 30 inch tire a true 30 inch tire and uh, super pleased the goal is once you have everything uh, you know put on the car it's a little bit of fine tuning I didn't even have to do that to be honest with you um, I simply put it on and they say hey is your RPM at this number at this speed and mine was spot on right out of the gate so their instructions and the manufacturing and everything was extremely easy to understand and not only that but it was uh, it was very clear the instructions well, I'll do a little separate video about that but uh, Dinojet Research Inc Dinojet.com Dinojet Research Inc on Facebook and Instagram highly recommend you go check those guys out thank you for your support very glad to have you guys on board uh, another sponsor is Infinite Off-Road Infinite Off-Road has been with the show from day one um, Mike Noggle who actually owns Infinite Off-Road uh, is a is a I don't even know if I would call him a friend of mine because we actually met in 2013. I was one of the guys who bought one of his first pieces of equipment, but I reached out to him and we formed this friendship business partnership uh, where he really believes in the show and I am very, very lucky to represent these products because um, they're super great. The rock lights, the whips, the infinite off-road, uh, light bars, light pods, wheel rings, all of it. Everything that they sell is backed by this crazy 25-year, you break it, they fix it warranty, um, which is just incredible. They also have, uh, I'm just going to run through some of the parts that they offer, a rock light, a whip, a wheel ring, a light bar, a pod, wiring setups for all of those that I just mentioned, as well as power controllers. They specialize in UTV, Jeep, and truck lighting. InfiniteOffRoad.com, InfiniteOffRoad on Facebook and Instagram. Highly, highly, highly recommend you check out those rock lights or those whips. Um, best in the market, without a doubt. Uh, they are experiencing slight delays in some items due to component supply due to the COVID-19. And um, it's great, guys. I really, really enjoy having them on board. Glad to have their support. Uh, all of my supporters mean a lot to me, but especially that one. That's a, that's a hometown business I love to represent. Last but not least, All Things UTV. All Things UTV is pretty much my one-stop shop for everything else. Um, whether it's axles, wheels, um, gosh, seats, uh, just pretty much everything. I mean, differentials, everything you can think of. All Things UTV has it. Uh, particularly two things that I really like promoting of them is the Razor Aid Tender Spring Upgrade. Uh, regardless of how you view the tender spring or the helper spring on your ride, it's probably collapsed. 
um, what they do is they actually offer either a level up kit which comes with everything you need to convert it over to the dual rate system or they'll send you just the springs if you already have that system in place on your UTV and it'll give you a much more plush ride and it's just an incredible credible upgrade you must must do this to your UTV it's a couple hundred bucks uh, pays dividends in the investment very happy with it um, also their inner fender liners on all UTVs except for the Kawasaki the inner fenders uh, right behind the wheel and where the front A arms are is typically a plastic kind of firewall um, fender right there I've seen it too many times folks where um, trash or sticks or anything comes flying through there and uh, it gets people in really bad situations so um, all things UTV makes inner fender liners which are metal they fit very nicely very snug there there's no holes in them where things can fall through I've seen some other brands where they have holes in them that defeats the purpose in my opinion um, but all in all all things UTV.com all things UTV on Facebook and Instagram today's show is awesome we talked to Cody Wagner Cody Wagner is the president of LaserNut, and if you're not sure what LaserNut is, we talk a little bit about that. He's uh, also a member and leader of the LaserNut race team, and he's the owner of LaserTown JV. Now, I will tell you, if you're, if you're listening to this and you don't know any about any of those things, particularly LaserTown, um, that's a big conversation topic. Uh, stop what you're doing, go to Google, look up some images of LaserTown, and get it in your head. Also, we now live stream all podcasts. This podcast is available on Facebook and our YouTube, both found at Racing on the Rocks, and we are on Instagram at Racing on the Rocks. Um, Cody Wagner's a cool dude, and he likes rock crawling, and he likes Ultra 4, and he likes a lot of really cool things, so I highly encourage you guys to check out the video version because we actually do a tour of uh, Lasertown at the very end. Um, But without further ado, Cody Wagner. Get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us, and let's talk about racing on the rocks. All right, I'm just going to double-check that we're live on Facebook uh, right now. see here all right we are live uh any kind of comments or anything like that on youtube or facebook they'll show up uh in the in the little pane next to us um all the notifications just went out so um i'm I'm sure people will be chiming in and out here as we go uh but cody wagner from laser nut uh how you doing man i'm doing great uh actually had an allergy attack i went and cleaned out the dust filters in the generator room because we live off the grid here at Lasertown. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put this filter bank up and this fine dust comes out of the filters when you clean them out. And I didn't think of putting a, a mask on, even though I should probably have a mask on, right? Because of this whole uh, <laughs> crisis thing. And yeah. uh, my allergies freaking just went crazy. Yeah. So I went to my wife. I'm all, I, I can't. I'm sneezing and I'm getting all crazy. Can I take some Benadryl? So she gave me some children's Benadryl. And it knocked me out for like two hours. <laughs> I've been sitting on the couch and I just woke up. So I'm glad I'm, awesome. I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite uh, my favorite like meme of Benadryl is you can't have allergies if you're passed the fuck out. So that's always a good one to have on there. Uh, <laughs> that you, stuff just just I don't know. It just kills me. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely agree. It, it just knocks me out. Very true. Uh, I will say for those listening, uh, watching, uh, we've got some people watching. There's a little bit of delay 
Cody is actually in Lasertown right now. Um, if you can't tell, uh, but he's actually offered to give us a tour at some point. So whenever, whenever you want to go through that, we can do that. But uh, first, I really want to see how are you doing? How's your family doing? Uh, obviously, you guys are taking quarantine to the maximum level. Um, are you guys making it okay? <laughs> yeah, you know, we uh, we uh, the governor of California, which my four-year-old's teaching. Well, I'm not showing my dad how to level his truck. He just came in today to Laser Town to get away. But uh, anyways, about a month ago, there there was the whole, you know, lockdown. And our, our governor, Newsom, you know, was one of the first, I think, to, to you know, say stay at home and don't do anything and close your businesses, which. And uh, we, we took it to heart. Didn't know how to, you know, you, you hear all the conspiracy theories on Facebook. You know, it's 5G and it's. Uh, I mean, all this crazy, you know, uh, uh, crazy ideas of what it really is, taking our rights away and everything else. And, I, you know, I listen to all that and then I listen to other people and I still don't know what to believe. I know I know it's bad and I don't want it. Um, but uh, my family spent 30 days at home. Uh, obviously, we, don't, we used to go out to eat like every other day. So that was a that was new. Yeah. And uh, and uh, luckily enough, my business, Laser Nut is a uh, essential related business. So if, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, you make bumpers, you make off-road parts. How, how is that a related business? So I want to clear that up if anyone's curious on how yeah. we were able to stay open. So most of our, our business um, is their auto, auto repair facilities. That's what they're classified under. So which is part of the transportation, which is part of the, the critical structure infrastructure which is a related essential business so we actually do make parts for military police fire come to find out like one of our customers um rugged radios they make they, they uh supply the radios for for the fire department and the police department so we Ooh. make the brackets so yeah. we have to stay open so they can stay open so it actually worked out quite well um there's a few people you know we went to our entire staff and we like you know if you guys feel like you need to stay home or you don't feel safe, then uh, I, we understand you can stay home. So we had a couple that choose to do that, but most of our employees decided to. There's Lacey. Say hi, Lacey. Hey, Lacey. <laughs> so that, that's my four and a half year old. Um, so, anyways, we're kind of getting kind of getting off track here, but yeah, we're able to stay open. Uh, business has still been good. People still buying uh, parts, which is great. Uh, Johnson Valley is still open. There's, it's crazy. Every weekend, there's hundreds and hundreds of people that come out here, and and, and camp like it's like it's a holiday weekend. It's it's yeah. wild. And then on Monday, it's a ghost town. So like right now, it's Wednesday, and there's maybe five campers, mm -hmm. which is kind of which is crazy too because normally there's no one, and uh, just us out here. So we spent the 30 day lockdown at home, and. Uh, no one, everyone was doing great, but we have a little house in San Clemente. I mean, it's, I think it's 2,000 square feet yeah. and no yard, uh, very condensed, a lot of people in that area. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I, I, and from the beginning, I'm like, let's stay here. Let's, let's make sure we got plenty of food and, and, you know, we got a generator in case to out and, you know, all this stuff, you know, mm -hmm. planning for the worst gonna happen you know yeah and uh we did that they did it for 30 days and then we came out here last thursday so we've almost been here a week we'll be our uh, sixth day today 
and uh, it's been great. It's it's been it's good to get out in the fresh air and see that all the butterflies are out and the birds are out and um, bats. We get bats at night, and uh, it's been great. It's been, it's been my my four and a half year old loves it. My fourteen yeah. year old, well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, if she was locked in her bedroom for twenty four hours a day. I think she'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing Fortnite. I, I, 14 is, is not that far away from where I am. So I, I remember 14 pretty well. I think I've lost you, Jesse. Hold on. I see you. I don't hear you. Can you hear me now? Let's see. So I can, I can still hear you. Yeah, I, I don't know why I can't hear you. Let me move around. Okay. Uh, if you, if you, uh, let's see. That's weird. To boot you off real quick. Uh, no, Is that better? Uh, oh. Yeah, for cool? some reason I can't hear you. I can see you. Oh, there's a chat. Let me click that. Try to rejoin. Okay. Close Safari and come back. So we're doing we're doing a little bit of troubleshooting okay. here. Uh, okay, I'm gonna to try that. Is uh, Cody is in so laser gonna... and for so, those so who... close the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna we'll... shut the whole thing down and come back in. Yes, sounds good. Okay, so Cody is in Laser Town right now, and it's kind of crazy because. If you've ever seen an aerial uh, foot aerial shot of what uh, Laser Town is, I'm gonna actually pull it up here. Um, Laser Town JV. Let me tell you guys, he's literally in the middle of nowhere. So the fact that he's even able to do anything is uh, is, is pretty amazing. So I would expect this to kind of have a little bit of hit or miss stuff here. Um, man, I, I I can't find a, an aerial view of it, but if it puts it into any perspective. This is uh, um, so pretty much this is where he's at. He's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's pretty interesting to say the least. Okay, I wanted to play nice with me here, but you can see over here, um, Cody's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we're gonna, oh, there he is. He's back in. I'm gonna get you. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, I lost the audio for some reason. Sorry about that. I Okay. I don't know what was going on. No, 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 no. You're fine. Yeah, no. I was, uh, I was explaining to people that may not know exactly where you are, and it's in the middle of nowhere. So I expect some kind of technical difficulty. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's kind of a unique, an, a unique property. So it, there's government. There, there's the private parcels from Boone Road is where everyone comes in, and that's where everyone mm -hmm. camps right by the bridge. And it go there's 10, 20, 40 acre, acre parcels all the way out to the pistachio farm, everyone calls it, because that's where a pistachio farm was. Mm -hmm. And um, there's government land surrounding these parcels, 360 degrees. So there's no electricity, there's no water, there's nothing. And it's in it, and it's very isolated. It's really cool. I mean, there, there's Mean Stride Lake over there. That's where King of the Hammers is. It's about a half a mile away. So let me ask you this. How do you, you mentioned earlier, how do you guys get food out there? Uh, food. We go to the grocery store. Okay. <laughs> I wish Instacart would come out here. We haven't tried it. <laughs> but uh, we, we go into town. Yucca Valley is 
Yucca Valley, which is a, it's an, it's a, it's a town, um, and it has, it has food. It has a uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, grocery stores. Um, it, it's a, it's an actual town. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so one thing I wanted to bring up too is, you know, what are your thoughts? And you kind of mentioned it earlier. There's a lot of conflicting information about the coronavirus, about all this stuff going on. What are your thoughts with everything that has been going on, how they say you need to wear a mask, not wear a mask, and, you know, the, the crazy pandemic? And yesterday uh, in UCLA, uh, they released a paper that said basically <laughs> there's been 440,000 cases in California that they estimate, and the mortality rate is 0.1% now, uh, according to that. I mean, is it getting blown out of proportion, or, or what are we thinking? Because obviously Italy is real, but what's going on here in america i think i may have lost I, you a lot i gotta stop moving what I gotta do. <laughs> yeah did you lose me there you go no you're back you're back can you hear me yes sir okay i'm gonna stop moving that's what it is okay okay so i on the whole covid19 coronavirus um, I, I don't know what to believe. I mean, I, I know, I know there's something out there, you know, did it get made in a lab? Did it, did the, did the Democrats come up with it to get Trump out? Did, I mean, there are so many ideas on the whole thing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I do know it's not something I want, um, mm -hmm. or I want my family to get. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was telling you that Ricky, Ricky Johnson, he's a, a famous, uh, um bike you know he did the bikes and stuff he was out at king of the hammers too he actually got it and explained kind of in layman's terms the 14-day process mm -hmm. and uh from what i understand it was a milder case and he got through it but it, it, the bottom line is you need to be healthy you, you don't yeah. want to be a diabetic you don't want to be overweight um you, you want to be a pretty pretty healthy person and, you, and if you get it which eventually you're going to get it that's right. what i think the scariest part of the whole thing is mm -hmm. is it's not going to go away. So yeah. when we reopen America and we get moving again, it's still there, guys. Everyone, you know, we're going to have to use social distancing. Mm -hmm. um, the whole mask thing, I, I don't know. I, I touch my face more with the mask than I don't without the mask. That's a common thing. Um, is it weird not to see anyone's, is it weird not to see anyone's face and you only see their eyes? And I don't know. The whole thing's different, you know? I mean, we used to make fun of people that were in China wearing masks in Japan. We went to Japan a uh, uh, a few months ago and there's people mask on. I just like, what the hell are they doing? They got a mask on. And now, now, now it's required to wear a mask. I don't think it should be required possibly mm -hmm. to wear a mask, but then again, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as smart as these other people that are making these decisions. So uh, I assume they're, they're making good decisions and um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one out here. I'm not, I, I should have worn a mask or I wouldn't have had an allergy attack. So yeah, sometimes I think there's, there's times when you should make it, you yeah. know, have it on. And there's times that you, you're probably okay. I'm not going to yeah. sleep with one on. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I bring it up is just because man, you, I, not, not to downplay, but man, just the, the crazy run that all of the information we have and the access to information has really blown this into something wild. So I'm really interested in getting everyone's thoughts on it because um, it's so funny. People out west are taking it very seriously. Northeast, very seriously. Um, people in the south, particularly around me, they're not really taking it that serious. Uh, I don't know if that's true for the entire south or Midwest or what have you, but um, 
traffic is the same. Maybe it's, it's less, but it's it's very interesting just to see how everyone is responding. So I like getting your take because you're on the other side of the, obviously, just a different perspective for sure. Um, but back to yeah, the on, on, on the traffic part, mm -hmm. on the traffic On the traffic part, I'll tell you one thing. I is I, I I hope it. I hope whoever all the people that are afraid staying home stay home because they don't know how to freaking drive, especially yeah. Prius drivers. I mean, <laughs> it, it, the freeways have been. I I'm a hundred miles from Lasertown to work, and I get mm -hmm. I get there in an hour and forty minutes with no traffic. It's amazing. I haven't seen an accident in the last thirty six days. Wow. So that oh. that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let me ask you this too, because. Uh, you, you kind of touched on it earlier. Can you tell me a little bit more about what LaserNut does, like the, the services that it provides? Because I feel like uh, I see things come out of the social media and like you guys make the Ultra 4 trophies. You guys do, you know, this and that. And that's like you guys do a little bit of everything that involves metal. Can you tell me a little bit more about generic scope? Yeah, yeah so for the for the most part, we're a glorified welding shop. And uh, we decided to to get a well. Let me let me give you a little history. Okay. <clears throat> so LaserNet was started back in '84, and we, we built powder coating equipment. We didn't do powder coating, but we built the equipment for powder coating. So, if no one knows what powder coating is, it's like a t the 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 easiest way to understand powder coating is look. Your bicycle frame is more than likely powder coated. If you have a bicycle frame and has that real strong coating on it, it's probably powder coated. So it's not a liquid coat, it's a powder coat, which is stronger, um, more resistible uh, to weather and uh, lasts longer. Um, we built the equipment for 20 years. And then in 2006, my dad on the way to a rock crawling competition, he used to spot for me back then, said, hey, hey, son, we're going to buy a laser. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we going to do with the laser? Well, we're going to cut metal with it. So he, we bought this laser. I used 1,500-watt Mazak, spent a year learning how to run the, the laser. And uh, then in 2007, when we got it running, everyone looked at each other in the board meeting and said, okay, who's going to go with the work? And we all looked. I'm like, well, I'll go with the work. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so we started going. I started going door to door and, and getting work. And... Uh, with the rock crawling, my sponsors actually needed laser cutting. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll hit up my sponsors, like Advanced Adapters um, and a few others. Mm -hmm. And then uh, then we started cutting exhaust flanges also. So it kind of snowballed from there. We do laser cutting. We do bending. So we bend up the flat parts. We uh, do welding. We actually have three robotic welders. So we do a lot of uh, welding. Uh, we make full-on bumpers. We don't sell anything directly we sell it to to other companies and then they sell it so to give you an idea of, of kind of what we do and i'm not i'm going to try not to walk around too much so i don't lose connection but on this container house this is a good good example of what we do so like this 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 here this whole piece right here mm -hmm. this was the 90 degree bent and then it was interlocked together so what this is this is what locks my container when i go home it actually locks the door from the inside out so that's, that's cool. one piece that we did that we laser cut over here um you'll see that light up there mm -hmm. i don't know if you can see it but there's a light up there well that that enclosure we we, we drew it up in 3d 
and um, we uh, laser cut it, bent it, and welded it up. So that's another piece that we did. And then over here, if you look at the air conditioner, there's an air conditioner up there. Well, we made a complete housing to house the air conditioner. Mm -hmm. And then other fun things like that flower that's yeah. up there, the metal flower, that is, that's all laser cut. Um, so Laser Town actually has quite a bit of cool stuff. Obviously, we're not going to buy it. We're going to make it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, really anything. We're a job shop. So we, we, do, we do everything and anything that comes through the door. We yeah. specialize. Oh, here's another cool one. Hopefully, I don't disconnect. This one's really cool. Man, so this really shows what we can do. So this, uh, one of our designers, he, I've always wanted a cactus, but I never wanted to spend $3,000 on a cactus. So <laughs> I, I got with James, one of our lead designers. I said, here, this is the cactus I want, and I'm not willing to spend three grand on it. So he designed this all in SolidWorks. It, it's all laser cut out. And then, it, and then it bends. It's all bent up with a CNC bend. And then we weld it together. So if anyone wants a cool cactus and it's not $3,000, it's about half that price, we can make it for you. So that's really funny because that actually answered my next question. You guys. Oh, uh, you oh guys, one more. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. Here's one, here's one more. This is my dad. He's the owner. Hey. hey. <laughs> so he, he just showed up to Laser Town. How's it going? He just showed up to Laser Town, and he uh, he has these really cool e-bike electric bikes. Well, the electric bikes, you know, they have the big wide tires, and and they're heavy. So we we designed um, uh, this really cool bike rack to hold the electric bikes. It actually encases the 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 front tire and then the rear tire, and then we put a strap over it. But cool. easy to get it on and off. But I mean, everywhere Laser Town kind of is made up of of cool stuff that that we uh, we do. That's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think here, I'm I was, oh. I was enamored. Oh right. So on your Instagram uh, or Facebook a while ago, you guys uh, had a contest to see. I don't remember if it was to guess the height or guess how much it weighed. But I think you guys built like a 34 foot tall cactus. Was that right? We had a fourteen a fourteen foot tall cactus. Okay, okay, maybe it was a fourteen foot. I'm getting my numbers inflated here. But what do you do with a fourteen foot metal cactus? <laughs> well, that one is another one. I didn't want to spend. I think if to buy a fourteen foot tall cactus, it was like eighty five hundred dollars, which oh is a gosh. lot of money for a metal cactus. Yeah. So, so I I said, you know what, we can make we can make that. So we made that. And I was going to bring it out to Laser Town, kind of to display what we do. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up, it's at our shop now. So it's kind of our signature piece. We got rid of all our grass at our shop mm -hmm. um, to save on water and, and, and save on the maintenance of mowing the lawn and put it rock in. So the, the cactus kind of goes with the theme of the shop. Yeah, that's, I, I think it's awesome. When I saw it, it was like just one of those outrageous things that, that really is an eye catcher. And you just kind of go like, someone built this because they could. <laughs> <laughs> we like to, we, I really like to build cool stuff and, you know, someday maybe start selling it. I mean, we, we just made a hundred uh, tire trays, these aluminum, a couple of my friends, uh, Mike Johnson and uh, Jeff McKinley wanted some tire trays. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'll make a run on it and I'll, I'll put laser net racing on the side. And I'll put 2020 King of the Hammers. Mm-hmm. So I posted that, I don't know, a week ago and I must've got like 30 people who want to buy them. So I just got, came up with pricing on that and, um, we're going to start hopefully selling them. We actually, our company would never accept credit cards. We've mm-hmm. done everything by check and, uh, we've got a, we finally started accepting credit cards. So hopefully we can start selling shirts and hats and, yeah. And uh, just little trinkety things because because I set a twenty dollar check in and then mm-hmm. write a job up for it versus just, you know, state of the art, you know, mar- modern take a credit card. A lot of people don't even have checks anymore. So it, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I'd have to. And, and I'd have I think to we're going to expand on what we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, but one thing I will add is uh i actually have i won one of your cell phone holders in a contest i something i think something about guessing the height or the weight of the uh cactus and that thing is awesome it is just so cool it is one of those i mean you just said like little you know knickknack type things that is one of those really cool things that uh you know it it, it it's on my desk in my office i don't have it at my house but uh it is just the coolest thing I really like that you guys are like constantly moving stuff out and doing little fun contests like that. Uh, and one of which is you give away the panels of your ultra four car. What inspires you to do that? Because that's an investment. I don't know. I, I, I you know, I, I love to give back to the community and to people. I mean, I, I let people drive my moon buggy. If I, if I felt comfortable, I let people drive my ultra four car also. Mm-hmm. Well, should I let Cameron still drive it this last year? He did a really yeah. good job. Yeah. Um, but it, it's all about, to me, it, it, it's just the, if I did, if you keep it all, you know, I just like to share, you know, in, in having someone get out of the moon buggy, after climbing a vertical wall and go, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, that is that it's a cool feeling. It's cool. I, I, I like it. It's really neat. You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, I don't know. I just, it's fun. Yeah. I, I think that's a very unique aspect. And I think that uh, if more people adopted that mindset, you know, the world, you know, everyone has their, their world would be a better place comment, but that's a really great mindset to have. And I think that's it, what and we- that's- go ahead. I guess another part of it is, is, is if you do that with the younger generation, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully they'll want to be in the sports and keep the sport growing. So if you, if you touch one or 10 of those kids and they, uh, they, they start racing, you know, and, 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 and keep the sport growing and want to come out to King of the Hammers or, or want to go rock crawling or, or whatever it is, buy a Jeep and do some trail wheeling, mm-hmm. you know, that, that just, it just keeps the sport going and people interested in doing it. Yeah. And that and actually, there's my beautiful wife. I can't turn it. Hold on a second. <laughs> Why? I can't show off my beautiful wife. <laughs> Say hi, honey. Hey, <laughs> that's my better half. There you go. Uh, mine. You have anything fine. to say, Annie? Uh, well, what I was going to actually talk about next was um, you guys just wrapped up a buggy for your uh, for your daughter. Uh, tell me a little bit about it, the buggy itself, and there's a couple of videos of her driving it. Um, is, did she enjoy it? Is this is this how you're going to get her into that rock crawling scene? <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So originally I, I, I built it for Charlie. Um, she is my, uh, 14 year old or soon to be 14 year old. Oh, she turned, she's going to be 15. She'll be 15 next January. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Shoot. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I this Benadryl's knocked. I'm going to blame it on the Benadryl. That's fine. She's 14 and a half. And a half? Really? Yes. We have a, a year and a half till we buy your car. Oh my god, I got a year and a half when I have a driver in my hands. So, uh, yeah, we, I got it for her thinking that she might get into it, but she's not interested in it, which is fine. Yeah. But my my four and a half year old, um, she she's gonna be interested in it. She's she's a hell on wheels, and uh, it, it'll be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that I, I we built that. I think we picked it up in Texas a year ago, and. Uh, and uh, it's cool. It's it's really cool. We uh, we we uh, Ryan Busa did a great job building it there in Texas, and uh, we're really happy with what he did. And uh, we look forward to getting in the rocks. Uh, the only rocks it's been in are are the ones are the ones over there. Uh, I actually had to bring rocks in to get them to go rock crawling. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> yes, crazy. You, heard, you heard that correct. I had to bring rocks to Laser Town to get them to go rock crawling at the hammer. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. Well, I hope, the, hope my younger one decides to. That's my next question. Do you guys uh, do you guys commonly go visit the hammers right there? Do you guys go wheel like you know? Hey, it's lunchtime. Let's go for you know. Let's go for a trail. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, we definitely do. Um, with uh, King of the Hammers, since King of the Hammers, we haven't really done much rock crawling. Uh, um, we, uh, what, what's going on? I've been doing some rock crawling. Uh, we went to uh, Baghdad, Arizona, with my moon buggy, and then we were in a second place. And in the shootout, I had to do this one line to win. And we did it. We went up on it and we barrel rolled 20 foot off and landed on our wheels and, and won by like three points. But uh, we haven't, I mean, yeah, we, we got, we got the toys. Um, this, this, we haven't really done much this last week yet, but uh, we're, we're always, it seems like you're always working on, on them more than you're driving. <laughs> yeah. There's always something to do, you know, to the cars. So, but uh, yeah. For sure, we when we when we have them, we definitely do. the The other part that's a little tough with the hammers is there. We there isn't a lot of people that do hardcore rock crawling in California, and and I hope I don't offend anyone, but um, really the hardcore rock crawlers are in Arizona. They come out for King of the Hammers, and here and there, but there really isn't a hardcore group. So if anyone out there knows anyone that wants to do hardcore rock crawling um with rear steer and 42 inch tires or larger uh, i'm always looking for people to go out okay cool. i love breaking new trails i yeah. to go up and go run sledgehammer or jackhammer and outer limits and you know which we've done i don't know how many times i like going out and saying do you see that looks like no one's been on it let's let's go up that so so i, I really oh. enjoy that how does going in okay let, let's talk about so your moon buggy is a jesse moon buggy. um how does that compare you know when you're going any of the trails out there any of the ones you just named how does it compare going in your moon buggy versus an ultra four car 
how do you drive it different? I mean, how does it feel? How's it ride different? Well, the difference is huge. Um, really, the moon buggy, it's, it's designed to go really, really slow. I have 300 pounds of steel shot in each front tire. So technically, you can't go that fast, and there isn't much suspension. It's just an air shock on all four corners. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it's, it's I mean, when you're on, say, um, Outer Limits Trail, you're looking for harder lines than the main trail. And you can make some really cool lines that the Ultra 4 can't even, even think of doing. Mm -hmm. um, so you just look at the trail completely differently. Uh, when you're in the Ultra 4, it's typically about speed and how fast you can get through the trail. So if you take the Moon Buggy on uh, Outer Limits, it'd probably take, with the extra credit bonuses that you do along the way, it could take hours to get through it. In the Ultra 4 on Outer Limits, you can be through it. You should be through it if you're good. You should be through it in 10 to 15 minutes. Um, cause you're, you're trying to find the fastest, quickest line. You're not trying to find the hardest obstacle cause the car is not really designed to do, you know, huge obstacle. It's more designed for, for, uh, bounce, not bouncing. Uh, I, I look at the ultra four as a spider, um, mm -hmm. cause it's independent front and rear. It, it just floats over the rocks. If you, if you haven't been in, in this car and you ever have a chance to, it's it's mind blowing on how the Ultra Four is in the rocks. It's kind of like a razor on steroids, mm -hmm. and it just floats. And then when you get hung up, it's a whole another thing. If you get hung up, because you're not getting hung up on the axle, you're only getting hung up typically on the belly, because mm -hmm. that's what you what you slide on. The suspension actually droops out and allows you to get traction and pull pull off the rock. It's a wild experience. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you? When you're looking at a trail and you say, okay, I want to take the hard line in this moon buggy, how do you just, I mean, I don't have the eye for what exactly that moon buggy can do. Cause you're right. It can go up vertical walls. It can do some crazy, insane stuff. Where do you, what do you look for in particular? That's like that, you know, extra line is the line I want to try my moon buggy. I mean, cause you can do some wild stuff. What was the question? I'm sorry. The question was, what what are you looking for when you go find those extra lines in your moon buggy? What are you looking for exactly? Vertical rocks, crazy off camber. What's it look like for you? I, I guess more. It's just more big boulders. Um, mm -hmm. The the bigger the boulders, the 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 more fun you have. And I I, I love. There's this one trail um, that a guy broke years ago. Go. I forgot the name, but it's just a uh, past Pullman Pass. And it's big virgin stuff. And it, it that's I think that's the best part is what I look for is stuff that that is gonna challenge you, you know. Um, mm -hmm. like man, that looks undo when it, that looks like it's impossible, and then you go up there and you do the impossible. That's that's what gets me going. That's what you know blows my skirt up. So let me ask you this. Uh, you've always used the BFG crawlers. Well, I'll say you use those now. Um have you ever experienced, you know, with the sticky trepidors or a sticky super swamp or anything like that? Is, do you have any comparison there? Because it seems like everybody West Coast just uses crawlers. 
Yeah, I, I really have never been on the the Trepidors or or the or any other tire. I in back in the day, I was on Goodyear's, and uh, Goodyear was the tire of choice by a lot of guys. And uh, then uh, I switched over to BFG in 2006 when I got my moon buggy, and I've been on it ever since. I I, I think it's a good tire. I I, the, I love the company and what they stand for, and and that it's made in America. Um, that that's huge to me. I mean, I, I've been offered to to get money, you know, get more and tires and everything by off brands. And, and it just isn't worth it to me. I I'd rather be on a, a superior tire. Um, and I love the support. Uh, I was actually asked to be part of the design uh, of the next crawler, which is going to be coming out in the future. So I'm ho hoping I'll be part of that too, which that's kind of cool, you know? So, yeah, that's really cool. Can you tell us any information about, are they going to do a different compound or is it just going to be a different tread pattern, a more advanced tread pattern? I actually have no idea. Perfect. They just mentioned it at King of the Hammers and, and then, and then this whole thing came about and it's kind of just stopped everything. So, um, I would assume it'll be a different tread pattern. Just assuming the compound, I think they they hit that they got that one down. So mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine if it being any more softer, or or a different compound. Okay, so this has been a topic that I've wanted to ask you about. I actually even DM'd you about it a couple months ago. Um, obviously, Axial has uh, logos at Lasertown. Axial, you know, they're they're there with you guys. What can you tell me? Because I'm dying to know. <laughs> um, I can't tell you anything, um, but uh, I'll let you know. Uh, I think ne next week or the week after I'm doing a podcast or something similar to this. So be on the lookout for that. You might uh, it might be worth the watch. OK, who, who are you going to be doing it with? With with, uh, with Axial, with Horizon Hobbies. Oh, oh, perfect. Okay, very exciting. I'm very excited about that. Oh. Uh, I'll just, I'll say it like this. So you have two very, I mean, two awesome options of cars that, that can be built. You've got your Ultra 4 car and you've got the Moon Buggy. Either one gets built. I'm buying, I'm buying one. I'm buying two. I'm buying either one that gets built. I'm really excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, cool. But, but with that. Good things uh, to come that's i'm hopeful i'm hopeful uh but uh you guys are out there in the desert what do you do to stay busy because you know you're you seem like a like your mind keeps going you're a very intelligent guy what are you guys doing to stay busy out there yeah so one of the best things about laser town for me is i i call it my sandbox so okay. I, I i i woke up this morning and I got a, a piece of paper, and I'm working too. So I mean, everyone's thinking, like, "Oh, Cody's out later town, goofing off. He doesn't work for a living." I, I believe it or not, I actually work too. So <laughs> no one ever sees that part. But I'm working <laughs> remotely. Um, but uh, let's see. I, I woke up this morning, and I, I cleaned the planters out for the trees. Um, I cleaned out. I think I told you I cleaned out the generator filters, which is a mm -hmm. terrible job uh, for the generator room. Swept out the generator. Um, there's always something to do. That's one thing I love about it up here. I, I, I love dragging too. So if you ever come to laser town, you'll notice that there'll be no footprints or tracks anywhere on the property. I have this, this drag that they use for baseball um, oh, yeah. fields. 
uh-huh. and it, it gets rid of all all footprints. So that is kind of my Zen garden, they call it. You know, it, I'll be dra- I can drag for hours just, and then I just my, one of the guys that um get all excited. One of the guys that would come out here and help me out, he uh he would start doing these circle drags. Mm-hmm. So it, it, if you look at it from the air, you'll you'll see it looks like one of those you know those corn uh, yeah. things, those corn those corn. Yeah, so I just started doing this. I get kind of dizzy because I get motion sickness, but uh-huh. I uh, I started doing that. And that's been fun too. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's always. I mean, if we're not if we're not shooting guns or blowing shit up or catching stuff on fire, I'm already okay. So come to find out, I didn't realize this, but every week a guy comes with this old pickup truck and picks up ten to twenty of our pallets that are not usable mm-hmm. at at Laser Nut. So I'm like, okay, stop that, guys. Take those crappy pallets, put them right over here, and we're going to take those up to Laser Town because we're going to have the biggest fire ever at King of the Hammers this year. Last yeah. year, we had a 40, 50-foot flame. It was so big, the, the the rangers came, the sheriff came, the fire trucks came from Yucca Valley. And luckily, I didn't get arrested because for some reason they thought we had a flamethrower. I don't know where they got that idea. Well, come to find out, a flamethrower is a, a felony. Oh. And uh, and uh, we're going to have a, a huge fire for King of the Hammers. And I learned that to let the fire marshal know the night of so no no one get di- gets dispatched. Because last year, everyone was calling 911 thinking yeah. a structure was on fire, which yeah. obviously it wasn't. It was just a big bonfire. Yeah, I'm actually I'm trying but to. Yeah, find- there's always something to do. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, if you go to Instagram, um, there should be some uh, that that fire, um, a pretty good one. But yeah, there's always. I, I mean, I I I cannot sit still. I actually fell asleep on the couch because I took the Benadryl, and I think I took a 30 minute cat nap before this. But I I, I can't sit still. Like right now, you know, this this is as still as I get. And uh, I, I love it. It's just nice. Uh, there's always something to do out here. So, and when you're at home, oh, there it is. There's that orange glow. <laughs> man. So, so, I don't know those, what that big white light is, though, to the left. I mean, it's, it's it looks close to you. But, yeah, dude, that is just bonkers. That's crazy. Oh, it was so cool. It was, it was bitching. I mean, it, and it just went up. Yeah, that's what I I'm gonna I'm actually just looking to see go back through here. See, I mean, even even your guys' standard fires that you guys have, like what you've got going on right here, that's amazing how bright that is. Yeah, so that's cool. What that is is that's a that's a um, it's a sheet of plywood all the way around, and mm-hmm. you put wood underneath it, and it's called a, it's called a burning candle. So what happens is the flame shoots up the and it creates a venturi, and it actually shoots a a five to ten foot flame out the top, and it, then it burns from the inside out. It, it, it's really bitching. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And we're just but there's I'm, a good one right there. Yeah, I'm actually so you're you're a little like behind me on the lag there, uh, but I just went back to that picture and looked at it. But I got the uh, picture of uh, the is, so this video right here is it the King of Hammers fire. Yeah, that's it right there. Man, that's huge. <laughs> so it, it, the, 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 those are 30 foot. That, the top of that wood you can see on the right, that's 30 foot. So 
shit, it might have been it might have been a fifty foot flame, maybe a sixty. It, it was a yeah. good. I mean, it was crazy. It was yeah. wild. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, what do you think happens next year at Laser Town for King of Hammers? So people who come out uh, going to King of Hammers, they show up. Is there a Laser Town party one night, or what you got going on? <laughs> we're we're pretty. Uh, when it comes to night, I like I love my sleep, so we're not really in the partying at night it's mainly you know during the day we're if we're doing anything but uh yeah it's it's pretty much on lockdown kind of like this crisis we got going on we we only allow certain people that we know here last or you know friend, friend friends family uh rock crawlers and it actually fills up quite a bit with just that 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 amount of people with those mm -hmm. just those people but we always get head up like oh, okay i camp at laser town at this at this point um we don't allow really any camping or anything. Maybe in the future. I actually had a guy hit me up and wanted to dump his shitter the other day. And I'm like, oh, do I really want to do that? And he came in and he gave me 50 bucks and off we went. I mean, shit, if I get 50 bucks to fill you full of water and let you dump your crapper, maybe that's a good deal. Become we'll call it crapper town if I can make 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if that's the if that's the right move because uh, you've got laser town beautifully marked on your uh one of your containers uh one of my favorite uh pieces of art you have out there and uh, i don't know how good crapper town would look on the side of a container <laughs> i'll try to walk around but i i think i might lose yeah lose you. I, I uh i think i might lose you too and if we want to end with that uh whenever we start to wrap things up be more than happy to do that just in case oh okay um see if i can get this image to pull up here of course not um yeah google's being weird today so it's not one to be very friendly but for those for those who can see that screen um let me see. yeah there it is uh really cool laser sound sign there but um other than that what do you guys have going on uh because you know, we're kind of in this stalemate with racing. Uh, I know personally in Tennessee, they've lifted the ban May 1st. <coughs> we have a race actually May 8th. Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that here. So uh, what are you guys doing in the meantime for the Ultra 4 car, for your uh, moon buggy? What do you guys have going on? Uh, we got actually quite a bit going on. So um, right now my Ultra 4 car is down at Raceco, Jamie Campbell. He's a, a great fabricator. He, uh, we on the side of the um, of the chassis, the um, from King of the Hammers, they hit some rocks pretty uh, pretty hard, but uh, um, so we're getting we're stiffing those up. He actually cut them out, and we're putting some thicker wall tubing there, and we're actually also putting like a another bar out so he can pivot off, or Cameron or whoever's driving the car can pivot off the rocks, and we won't have to replace them anymore. Um, another thing we're doing to that car is uh, a simple thing: window nets. Right now, the window nets um, you unlatch it from the top, it drops down. We're actually going to make it to where you can unlatch it from the bottom, and it flips up. Right. Uh, two reasons why we're doing that is one: if you're flip, one if you're flipped over, if you unlatch it, you know at least it falls towards the ground, and you can get out, and it's not in your way. And two, uh, when you unlatch it. The other way, it goes over your typically the outside of the panel and it blocks the sponsors. So we'll eliminate that issue. Um, 
and then he's doing a few other a few other things on the on so we should get that back tomorrow actually and that's that's an that's back in the back in the day i yeah, think we actually cold. yeah we actually finished the race that, that that was finishing i think we got eighth place at that race that was the first year it it uh we we yeah i think that was an eighth place that year 2000 i don't know i'm terrible with numbers or uh, dates but yeah Good. that's uh that's a plan with that um and then we're our goal is to get out in the rocks and uh we're not going to do any races this year we're going to get on the rocks with uh cameron Steele. um which i gotta have a talk with cameron because the whole the whole five he, he, he did great he did amazing but uh he he did five races he like raced every single thing at king of the hammers this year which is yeah. great but i think we really need to discuss on focusing on you know maybe a few of them not all of them mm -hmm. so um we'll see how that goes what's but your, uh, yeah we need to get him out of the rocks more he needs to get uh i was gonna say what's your uh how do you know cameron Steele? how'd you guys get intertwined together <laughs> that's a funny story so uh i was sitting on the couch one saturday or sunday and watching x games and uh, this trail emissions run comes on and Casey Curry's on it and, and a few other people I know. And I'm like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. They, they start at the, the, the border and they go all the way down to um, Cabo with their Raptors and Jeeps. So I looked into it and uh, it, it, it says the Desert Assassins uh, put it on, which is Cameron Steele. And uh, I sent him a Facebook thing. I said, hey, I... I, I'm in the off, you know, the off-road world, the community, and whatever. And I, I really like your show. I've never been to Baja, never been, never been to Mexico. I mean, I've been across the border to Tijuana, you know, but I've never, never experienced Baja. He goes, okay, well, let me let me check around and see who you are. So he did that, and we 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 formed a relationship. And come to find out, he's been driving by my house. He drives by my house for the last twenty years to go to his to go to work, huh. so it, it's 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 crazy such a small small community. So, anyways, I hit him up. He's, he invited us on to trail missions. We went. I went out with my entire family. We left Takati, went all the way to Cabo San Lucas, and then came back, which is an amazing, amazing adventure. You know, everyone's worried about Mexico, and 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 I know there's issues. Don't get me wrong, but if you know how to do it right, and you like Cameron, th those guys know, they know, <laughs> they know the, the places to eat, the hotels, the roads, what not to do going through a federale uh, mm -hmm. checkpoint, um, all, all the ins and outs. And uh, I'm sure, you know, they've, they've had a lot of experiences on, on the do's and don'ts. I'm sure also, at least some, for some of the stories I've heard, but anyways, to make a long story short, we headed off and, and, uh, you know, it, it, it it's kind of went from there. So we went on the second trail of missions. And then I was explaining that I have a really cool Trafor car. And he's been going to King of the Hammers for years uh, doing the commentating. And, and, and uh, I think he, he did he did it. He was a co-driver one year mm -hmm. and uh, King of the Motos. And, and he's like, yeah, I, I think I really want to do that. So I'm like, well, do you know how to rock crawl? And he's like, yeah, I kind of sort of do. I'm like, yeah, well, we're going to have to, you know, make sure, you know, you know how to do it. So he... I was worried he wasn't going to put in the time, you know, because you're a desert racer. You, you go fast, right? You don't go three miles an hour up a rock trail. And he did. He, he came out and he did the brought his bikes out. And then he 
he he got a can am and he, he he was driving that so he he's really he's a really smart great guy uh good person good family and uh we just hit it off we're, we're kind of like brothers we just like uh, we get we give each other crap yeah i think that's cool and i i really think that uh it's good cool time. to see the, the bleed over uh because he was like you said he ran a bunch of different races that week um we saw a couple guys run a bunch of different classes, a bunch of different things. Um, I wanted to ask you, because uh, I think you have a very unique perspective on this. What do you think about um, the UTV that ran in the 4400 class? Is that a good idea? The 4400 class. You know, I don't know much about the UTV that ran in the 4400 class, but um, what, what, what was it? It was a Can Am. Or did uh, they do well, or how'd they do? They finished. If I'm if I if I recall correctly, I've slept in a I've slept a couple times since the end of the race, but uh, they ended up finishing the 4400 race. Uh, but I actually spoke to a couple 4400 drivers, one in particular who was uh, right up on his bumper at one point, and you know he basically voiced his safety opinion of I can't run my race I want to run because I have this UTV in front of me and I potentially could a run them over. B flip over on them trying to make a pass, etc. And he said that it, you know, just kind of raised the question of it's not the same caliber of vehicle out there, and it seems like a big safety concern more than anything else. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to. I don't know what to say on that. I mean, if 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 he fits the if it fits the rules, and uh, yeah, I can understand the safety, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really don't know what how to answer that one. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's a I don't know. There was a cool Ultra Four. There was also a cool Ultra Four that looked like a it looked like a Razor or a Can Am, but it wasn't. Um, I, I was just talking to the guy not too long ago. He came from the East Coast, and this thing is bitching. I actually want to buy one. It 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 looks like a a, a Razor, but it isn't. It, it has portals and and uh. IFS front end with a solid. No, I think it was independent. I don't know. It was a really cool concept. Well, I have the information I on. I should know his name, but I don't. Uh, so it's his a name, cool car. His name is Ross Pilgreen. Uh, Ross, if you're listening to this, if it's catch wind, yeah. wind of you, um, yeah, I we talked about it. I know it's not released yet, but we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and just talk about everything I got. Uh, it is uh, IFS up front, solid axle rear, a V6 engine. It's made by Intimidator UTV. Um, absolutely awesome machine. Super fast. Doesn't fit the spec for UTV, um, but looks like it could be a contender, in my opinion, in the 4400 class. Uh, if it the, the weight balance, you know, how long can you keep your car together versus how the performance of the car is always that balance there. Uh, it's cool. So you saw it in person. Tell me a little bit more about your thoughts other than the fact that, you know, you wanted to get one. I saw it at uh, Wayne. Wayne was doing some shock tuning at Alltech uh, Motorsports. And by the way, if anyone wants some great tuning from a great guy, Wayne at Alltech's your guy. He'll work on anything. Uh, he's been sure. around. He actually co-drove with Cameron Steele this year at the King of the Hammers. A great, great guy. Just a good guy. Can't say enough about him. Um, but anyways, I saw it and I was looking at it. I was like, what the hell is this thing? And it's just cool. It's I, I The portal's it's really simple, but it, it, it looks like it works and it's light. And uh, I don't know. I really liked it. And the price point on the thing seemed pretty reasonable too. 
when I talked to him the other day, um, it's not a half a million dollar car. You know, I think it was like 150 to maybe 200 for a brand new car. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I can see my kid driving it, you know, at least getting her, her feet, her feet wet in it, you know, not having to spend, you know, a shitload of money to, to go out and race. And I don't know. I think, it, I think it's really cool. I, I only looked it over for a, about 15 minutes, but I, I think it's a cool concept for sure. There's a Mad Ram 11 video for those who want to go and find it. Uh, it's, it's, I don't remember the title, uh, go back in his history and look in the King of Hammers era a couple months ago. Uh, you'll find it. But uh, I really think that that's the future because it's got the power plant uh, power wise way faster than any UTV. Uh, and it's still got the nimbleness of the UTV and some of the benefits. Like you said, there's portals there. Uh, there's just It's a very interesting idea. So all that being said, I think that that's the future. I think we're going to have a hybrid 4400 UTV class come out of it. Uh, I think it's just going to be awesome. Cool. Yeah, so the the Ultra Four, um, we're working on that. We have some we have some other things we're doing to it. The, we had some boots um, at King of the Hammers. They're still not working just right. So we're working with uh, RCV um, coming up with a better uh, boot flange style design. Um, and uh, what actually broke on the car um, was a stupid uh, rack where the tie rods go to for the steering. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue in all the years of running it. And, uh, you know, we found the weak point on it. So we'll make that. It was made out of aluminum, billet aluminum. Mm-hmm. And it's worked great for the last four years. And the ears broke off. And uh, we're going to make that out of 4130 uh, Chromali. Um, Armada Engineering's building that. And uh, we'll get that done. Um, so it'll be pretty much race ready here in the next uh, month. And then on the moon buggy, um, uh, Rodney Stowey, he's, he's been uh, working on that. And uh, we're just doing a few things. Um, I want to be able to trail wheel with it, and the engine gets a little warm. So, we we uh, when I rolled over a few months ago at the rock crawl, we we broke the radiator, so we bought a new radi- radiator, and I'm putting a larger fan in so it cools better. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I adjusted the, a few other little things on the car, so it, it'll be ready to go. Um, hopefully, we're going to have our, our next event is going to be in Sand Hollow, uh, May. Uh, first weekend of May, I think it's eighth or ninth with We Rock. Um, they're still haven't made it official. They're trying to work with the golf course. It'll be at the Sand Hollow Golf Course, right there by Sand Hollow Resort, and uh, and uh, we're, we haven't got the what exactly you're gonna have to do with social distancing. Obviously, there can't be a crowd and all that stuff. So that that's next for that, and then. Um, our mod engineering just started um, building a 6100. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. I don't know. Might might get it and sell it or race it or have someone race it or or do something. So wow. um, I have a go fast here and not not too long. So yeah. well, it, that, it, good times, man. You know, life is good. Yeah. And I can't complain. Yeah, that's a that's pretty amazing. To we have eat, a- sleep, and breathe racing. Yeah, uh, here's an older picture of the car. Uh, I know this is before you had. Uh, the pretty penny going. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan of people taking more stabs at all the different, uh, areas of, um, racing, especially at the King of Kings race now. Um, but I'm a big fan. I'm on a big kick now for the rock crawling. Uh, I think that this is really, really cool. Um, I wish that they would bring something like this to the East coast. 
do you think that the East Coast terrain is supportive of this type of rock crawling? The, the what again? I'm sorry. You think that this East Coast terrain, like where it's a little bit more slick, you don't have the on-demand traction. Do you think that they could do this type of rock crawling on the East Coast? Yeah, I, I think they could do it on the East Coast. Um, it, it would be a little different. Um, when we went to Japan, it, I guess the way the, the way the moisture and the rocks were there, it was like the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it'll have to be set up a little different. But yeah, they actually have We Rock East Coast events oh. um, at Roush Creek and uh, I don't know, another place. But yeah, you can, I think so, for sure. Okay. Well, I always like to ask because, uh, again, I think that the more different types of groups that we get all muddled up together, uh, it works out. Um, so I also want to ask, I know you guys, I think you guys have a Can-Am laying around. Are you getting into the UTVs any more than you were uh, the last time we talked? You know, I, I had a, I had a Razor a few years ago, and uh, I thought we'd use it more. Um but the, 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 having the helmet on and, and uh, I don't know, we didn't really use it as much. So um, we sold it, but we haven't, I haven't really got into the big golf carts that much. Um, I think they're cool. I think they have a purpose and, you know, there's more, there's more people with them, which is great out here running around and they're, they're so capable, you know, cruising through the desert and, and doing that whole thing. But at this point we're, we're, we're kind of good on the, on the golf carts. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, um, that's pretty much all I had, all I had on my, on my docket. We're right at about the hour mark. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to? No, I, I think we're, we're pretty, pretty good. If you want to follow us, you, we, uh, you know, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, Instagram, you can follow Cody Wagner, LaserNet. Uh, you can follow also, uh, LaserTown JV. Uh, JV standing for Johnson Valley. Uh, also, you can do laser nut racing and you can do laser nut. So we have four different uh, Instagram accounts and we post up regu regularly. I try to post up every day something, you know, being positive, especially in the way the world is today and watching the news. You know, you think the world's coming to an end, but it isn't actually. It's mm -hmm. it's just uh, the media doing their thing, putting the fear into people and you know, get out and live life. You don't have to be locked in your house. You know, if you do it safely, you can get in the car, come out to the desert. I mean, look, look at this place. It's freaking amazing. There's there's butterflies and birds and snakes and rabbits and everything else. I mean, you don't you, you got to get out and get some vitamin D. You got to you got to get some sun. You need to recharge and and enjoy life. Don't 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 think that the I mean, yeah, people are gonna get this whole thing, you know. And I, and if you're if you have if you have an issue with your health, then you need to definitely be obviously, but you know, more concerned and more precautious. But stop watching the news, get out of the house, and enjoy America. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. I I, I fully support that. Uh, so, like we said when we began. Uh, if you want to end, if you want to take us around Laser Town, if we lose you, we lose you. But uh, oh, yeah. I would love to see what you got. I think I'm going to make you. Hey, let me see if I can turn it off. Hold on a second.
Yeah, so we actually, when we got the property, um, we had 10 acres and there's a wash that goes right through the middle of the property. So if you're wondering what that hump is, it's an actual wash. They actually used to tune down this wash. So when we first did the property, people were pretty pissed off because we put a berm up in the wash and, uh, and uh, they're like pissed because they couldn't tune down the wash anymore. But there, that is a wash. We have a balanced beam out there, you can see. So we had an extra leftover beam from the construction of the house. So the kids go across the beam um got rocks out there someday we're gonna make a rock crawling course of some kind my my ultimate goal someday is to bring rock crawling back to the hammers you know uh and actually have an event or uh, uh out here at laser town um over there is that we just build a little fort for the kids um this is the container house tell me about uh, the manatee. it's really cool the what the mannequins there <laughs> your your uh your stylish female friend oh, okay <laughs> yeah mannequins so there's a you know, everyone thinks i'm a freak on mannequins i think mannequins are cool but uh we we i, I thought it'd be kind of cool to get some mannequins and and put them around put them around laser town so when no one's here if you look from a distance, it looks like there's a person there, and and people mannequins are kind of freaky, anyways. Or, yeah. So that was my thought on that. Um, so we got random mannequins all around the the house or around Laser Town, but the container house is is pretty cool. It's a uh, ten containers, thirty two hundred square feet. Um, it's uh there there it's a forty foot by eighty foot of containers. Um, we have a great room, which is made out of four, five containers, which has a kitchen and uh, a sitting area and a fireplace and everything. And then we have a mud room, which we thought the mud room would be more of if the weather was bad, we'd go through there. But really, it's turned into a crap storing room mm. and then a laundry room. And then over here, we have four complete uh, bedrooms. We even have an area where you can shower outside. So that's the container home. Then over here, this is what kind of started. I bought one container and I put it so my RV wouldn't get blasted by the sand. And uh, kind of where that bus was at. And uh, one year we, we got the, the canopy, you know, the, the white can. I think we may be losing him. Hear me? Oh, you're, you're going in and out. You're coming back just a little bit. Okay. Let me come back. You there? Yeah. Yeah. We're still here. Okay. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Let me see if I can go through the house. Wow. The, the interior of the house is absolutely awesome. Yeah. We have some lasagna. There's a dog. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out the back and see if we, if I, if you still have connections, so I can get the back part. The utility room. You still got. You still got me. Yep, we're still here. Okay, so this is the back. There's a pond out there. We got about 50 uh, goldfish and koi, um, as you can see over there. And then we have the back 10 acres where everyone camps and everything. And then we have the generator in the back with more containers, a playhouse for the kids, 
So just just, just fun stuff. Yeah, good I would, stuff. that's really really cool, and it's just crazy that you you have invented this uh, this playground in the desert, this oasis in the desert, and it's all tied together with being you're one of the world's most superior rock crawling trail locations ever. Uh, that's really really cool. Yeah, you know, we we spent um, the first time I t I came to. Uh, the Hammers Johnson Valley was in 1994, so that was 26 years ago. <laughs> and uh, you know, we 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 can't we came out. We I think we actually camped in a tent, and then from there it went to the a camper. We had this little Lance camper, and we camped in the oh sorry back of the truck. We went from a tent to the back of a truck with a tonneau cover on the back. It was like sleeping in a grave, but it was oh. amazing because it'd be warm. And, and and you didn't have to worry about the tent blowing over and you'd, you'd be level. So we went from that to a camper. And then from that, you know, we had kids and dogs. So we finally bit the bullet and bought a, a, a nice RV. You know, it took years to find this RV, but we got this RV. And over the years, we would start, you know, we'd come out here for Thanksgiving. We'd come out for Christmas. And we'd come out here for King of the Hammers. We'd spend a month and a half, almost two months out here. So with the mother-in-law and kids friends and the two kids and the two dogs and the wife and i mean the rv i never thought my 40-foot rv would be too small i mean we were tripping over each other so wow. one day i'm like once we got the we got the property i uh i'm like well you know i keep seeing these cool container houses um what if we uh what if we uh get some containers we put the containers in the behind my work because i have two acres behind my work and we level them up and we're like okay let's cut the let's cut the the walls completely out and let's make great room so this this room that i'm in right now it's 40 i'm sorry it's 40 foot by 40 foot i have to think for a second 40 foot by 40 foot all the walls came out and then we're like man there's no support how are we gonna i don't want posts in this room i want it completely open no posts so we came up with uh Brad Benson, um, he's my operations manager of LaserNet. He's been with us for 30-some years. He's a great guy. And uh, he, uh, he was the mastermind behind this entire container house. I, mm -hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for him, it never would have happened. So I have to put out my kudos to Brad. But uh, you see trusses, right? And trusses mm -hmm. hold up roof, roofs, you know, heavy roofs. So we decided to, you know, get some calculation on trusses. And we were ultimately we were going to have someone build a truss and like, well, why do we have someone build the truss? We can build the truss. Mm -hmm. So we got the calculations and he came up with the load and we made the trusses, which are actually on top of the the house, which hold up the, the roof of the container. That's really And cool. uh, we got a free spanning room with no post in it. So we, we insulated a really good right now. It is, uh, I don't know, 85 outside and it, we haven't turned the air on yet. Let me see what the temperature is. It's 76 inside. So tomorrow, it, this week's actually going to be a true test. It's supposed to be 90 tomorrow. Ooh. And uh, we'll see how hot it gets in here. But it, it, it's really nice. It's uh, the, the, the breeze is blowing. You know, when the breeze stops blowing, then then it starts to warm up. Yeah. But uh, it's been cool. I, 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 it's, it's cool to actually, because you can't, you, the, the thing that just killed me was, was going out to the desert for the weekend you know mm -hmm. you, you get everything all ready and you load up the rv 
you load up the food and you load up all the stuff and you get up there Friday night, you spend the night, you go wheeling Saturday, Sunday, you got to be home Sunday, you know, and normally you want to leave Sunday mornings to get through, you know, get everything unloaded and get back. So in 48 hours, you spend more time loading and unloading and cleaning and and then, then you are actually uh, out enjoying it. So this is definitely to come out here and, you know, unlock everything. I think we're losing you a little bit. Are you? Let me move around yeah. again. Let me, can you there hear you me? Go. You're, back. You're back. There you are. Did you get any of that or did you lose? Yeah, me? we got most of it. Okay. But uh, I think all that's awesome, and it's and you're exactly right in terms of the investment and driving out there and the actual time uh, that you get in return, actually enjoying yourself. So I think that uh, not only have you created something awesome, but you also have uh, made some efficient steps into enjoying your time uh, better. Yeah, and it all worked out too. That you know, if I if I, if we didn't have a second place to go to, you know, it it, it it's been a blessing in disguise. You know, because you, you can't isolate any better in the middle of nowhere with no people, right? That's a fact. <laughs> that is a absolute fact. And you can, and you can still go outside, you know, and not have anyone looking at you funny with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So with that, Cody, what we'll do is we'll actually shut down the broadcast, um, and you feel free to stay on with me, and uh, we'll we'll talk a few minutes afterwards. But it's been a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for the tour. Uh, I, I've i got to make it out there someday. Sometime I'll be out there, probably for the hammers. Um, but we'll close it out. Uh, anybody you need to say thank you or any any shout-outs or anything you like that before we close out? Um, yeah, just stay safe and uh, make sure you wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wash those hands, people. And with that, we'll close it out. Thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. I do want to go over Super Grip ATV one more time. But before that, if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five star review wherever you're listening. It really helps us and it really goes a long way. Uh, Supergrip ATV doesn't just offer the K9 tire, uh, they offer an amp tire, an amp. Uh, I'm assuming that everyone is pretty familiar with the K9 by now, but I'm actually going to go over it. The Super Grip K9 is a rugged, all-terrain ATV UTV tire designed to get you through the most extreme terrains. The K9 features an 8-ply rated radial construction with great rubber compounds for your on-road and off-road adventures. One question I've been getting on Facebook a lot is how do they wear on the road? Guys, I'm not sure, and I'll find out if I can tell you what they were getting out of their R&D tires. But, I mean, it was in the ballpark of, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of miles out of these tires. Um, longer than any tires I've ever ran, for sure, on my any of my machines. Uh, if you're looking for the ultimate control, on-road or off-road, you need to not look further. The K9 tire is it. You know what's really cool is they actually offer a Kevlar uh, sidewall on there. Kevlar is obviously a synthetic fiber that's about five times stronger than steel. Kevlar is used in the tires in one of two ways. Um, as a replacement for the steel coils that form uh, the tire's edge, known as the beads. Um, but also it actually goes 
into the, uh, let me make sure I'm reading this here, uh, da, 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 da. but it is a uh, internal fabric that, internal fabric casing that forms the tire structure. When the beads are made of Kevlar, the tires are lighter and the tire can be folded up easily, something that can't be done with a regular tire, and it is super strong, y'all, super strong. I've run Kevlar tires before, and they're absolutely nuts how strong they are. Um, super good tire, one inch tread depth, eight ply rating, comes in a 27, a 30, a 32, and the elusive 35. That tire is gonna be awesome. Uh, the K9 will eventually be coming out in three different compounds. Spoiler, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but here it is. Uh, it's going to be coming out on a standard, uh, a soft and a softer. They're going to have uh, two different names for the soft tires, but that's essentially what we're getting at. I'll find, I'll iron out the details there. Another tire that they offer, which I think is a big hit, is the uh, Shredder tire. It's an extreme mud tire designed for maximum traction in the mud in an amazingly smooth ride. The two-tiered tread pattern, shoulder treads, and massive tread lugs provide excellent traction and clean out in even the muddiest conditions. Deep wrapping tread bars hook up on one side while dispersing the mud from the center channel. That's the shredder. The sizes that shredder comes in, whoa, it's a lot. They have a 25, uh, two versions of the, wow, a bunch of different versions of the 25 in different uh, widths, a 26, a 27, and a 28, all in different widths, and some with a liner option. Uh, guys, tons of different things. Super Grip also offers an entire line of wheels right now. Now they're non-beadlock wheels. They're alloy though. They do sell a 12-inch wheel and they sell a 14-inch wheel, which are super stylish. Um, one more tire worth mentioning is their Amp tire. The Amp is a non-directional tire pattern. I'm sorry, excuse me, tread pattern that makes it great on almost every type of terrain. It's kind of like a big horn, but not exactly the same. Sorry, Super Grip, if I'm not supposed to say that. But uh, for your, you know, just so you guys have a mental picture, that's what the Amp tire is. It comes in uh, the ATV sizes, a 24, 25, 26, 27, and a 29 for the 11, 12, and 14 inch size rims. Super cool, you can run a 27 and a 14 inch rim. Whoa, big boys. And a variety of widths there. But glad to have Super Grip on board. Super Grip is gonna do some awesome things in the future and I'm glad that they have hitched their wagon to Racing on the Rocks. Uh, another sponsor is Infinite Off-Road. Infinite Off-Road offers a 25-year you-break-it-they-fix-it warranty even covering accidental damage on all of the following products. Light bars, light pods, wheel rings, whips, uh, rock lights, for example, super bright rock lights. And by the way, they're running a crazy special on uh, their four-watt rock lights. I think that's what it is. Um, check that out this week. I'm not sure how long that's actually going to last. Uh, they offer all listeners of the show a 10% off coupon, code word ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S. We'll get you what you need and get you out the door 10% cheaper. Another sponsor we have is We Buy Rides. We Buy Rides is a car dealership where you can go and confidently get the best offer for your vehicle. Um, highly recommend doing business with these guys. The customer service that I've had with them has been pretty much unmatched. Uh, there was a almost no questions negotiation between us. I knew that I was getting a really good deal. They, you know, it was no hassle. Uh, I'm confident that you guys will run into the same uh, encounter with them. They're awesome to deal with, great people, and they'll even uh, get the specific car that you're looking for, a 4x4 diesel and Highline vehicle specifically is their specialty. 
They move a ton of cars through the lot, and I'm super happy to be doing business with those guys. That's WeBuyRidesWithAZ.com, and we buy rides on Facebook. Last but not least, All Things UTV is our final sponsor. Everything else that the two companies, or three companies, uh, don't sell, All Things UTV picks up the slack. Uh, All Things UTV will become a Supergrip ATV dealer. Um, so you can expect to get the K9 and other tire options through All Things UTV. But not only that, but they have awesome tender spring upgrade kits. They have performance clutching, axles, uh, wheels, tires, everything you can think of. They've got it. All Things UTV really uh, is your one-stop shop. And like I said, with my experience with them, almost overnight shipping. I mean, I, I don't know what overnight shipping exactly entails, but ordered it Thursday, showed up my house on Friday, uh, and just got the last of the batch that came directly from System 3. I had tracking numbers, the whole nine yards. Everything was awesome. So, All Things UTV on Facebook and Instagram and allthingsutv.com. All right, everybody, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you review the post, uh, review the podcast. Give us some love, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thanks.